Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison, and before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The Redraft and Dynasty trade value charts, so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft prop bet games so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings and preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year. Now all of that curated color coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AirBear. You get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R, for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. It's Tuesday, October 26th. My name is Matt Harrison at Explosive Output on Twitter and at Shock Fantasy on Twitter. A quick reminder to rate and review the Shock Fantasy Podcast five stars on your favorite podcast platform. Um, this is the waiver wire show for week eight. And, you know, I, I mentioned the secret word last week. We're going to send out some notifications to some secret word winners from the last podcast. The secret word at, on the last podcast was ecto. We'll have another secret word a little bit later in the show. And we'll send out a few, uh, goodies to, to you and yours if you get that secret word and tweet it at us at Shock Fantasy. Also, wanted to mention, uh, big week on the uh, Shock Fantasy t-shirt front as all of our t-shirts are on sale. And Friday, we release a brand new t-shirt and I'm really excited about this one. I'm gonna order one for myself and wear it around all the time. It's gonna be super cool. Uh, I'll, I'll put uh, some some sneak peeks of it up on the Shock Fantasy Twitter handle. You can see that there. Uh, first, we're going to start with the Todd Heap Memorial Injury Report, and that starts with Patrick Mahomes, who was knocked out of the game against the Titans with concussion-like symptoms. Uh, cleared the concussion protocol, though, and looks like he is good to go for Week 8. They don't play till Monday night against the Giants. Zach Wilson suffered a knee injury on Sunday. The online doctors are speculating that it may be a PCL injury, 
and we may be looking at him out for two to four weeks. The Jets did make a trade yesterday for Joe Flacco. Miles Sanders was one of Joe Flacco's teammates. He suffered an ankle sprain, but they're saying it was mild and he won't miss time. Still, there might be a running back on that team that you might want to pick up. We'll talk about that later in the show. Josh Jacobs was in the same game with Miles Sanders against the Eagles. He left with a chest injury, and they held him out of the game because it was seemingly in hand at that time, and the Raiders have a bye next week, so no need to rush Josh Jacobs back in, although a few of my fantasy lineups suffered because of it. Malcolm Brown, the Dolphins running back, he's headed to IR with a quad injury. Not much to pick up or glean there with maybe maybe a little more touches for uh, Miles Gaskin. Salvin Ahmed is probably the backup there, but you probably don't want any part of that Dolphins running game still. The Dolphins passing game, however, uh, Jalen Waddles looked pretty good. He did come up with an ankle sprain in that game. He did return, but high ankle sprains are tricky, and we could be looking at anything from no time missed to maybe three weeks. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones strained his groin in pregame warmups on Thursday night. He might miss a few weeks. Uh, Devontae Adams, not injured, but he's on the COVID list. And this is significant because the Packers play on Thursday night. And I don't know if Adams will be able to to clear the COVID protocol by Thursday. I think he needs two positive tests before then. It'll uh, It'll be tooth and nail up to uh, game time with that one. Darren Waller came up lame earlier in the week and took the week off for the Raiders. He does have a bye this week. I'm guessing he's good to go when he comes back in week nine. Jonu Smith sprained his AC joint in his shoulder. They're saying he should be ready to go for week eight. And really, you're not rostering or starting Jonu Smith in many places anyway. Uh, Bye weeks this week, just Baltimore and Las Vegas. But, you know, there's a couple of pretty good players on there. So... Uh, maybe you need a replacement for Derek Carr. Probably not, but maybe you do need a replacement for Lamar Jackson. Let's talk about that in this segment that we like to call quarterback. Uh, Kirk Cousins is 55% rostered, and why is that number so low? Maybe it's because they dropped him during the bye week last week, and I'm as critical as Kirk as anyone. Maybe not everyone, but you have to face the facts that he's averaging 294 and two per game. That's money. Uh, this week he gets Dallas, who's not only a bad pass defense, but they have a great offense that should keep the scoring coming on Sunday night. If he's in your available, match his jersey number and drop 8% of your blind bidding budget on Kirk Cousins. Jameis Winston is 39% rostered. He's eliminated a lot of the risk and the bad stuff from his game, namely the interceptions, where he's only on pace for nine picks this season. Considering the last time he played a full year, he hit 30 That's a pretty marked improvement. Uh, Michael Thomas should be returning soon, maybe as early as this week, but they're being pretty pretty close to the vest on that one in New Orleans. Uh, The Saints do get the Bucs this week, which sets up two things. The revenge game for Winston, that's fun, and a negative game script in which Winston likely has to throw on a bad defense. So I'd throw 5% on Winston if you need a Lamar Jackson replacement this week. Sam Darnold is 53% rostered. That's going down, I'm I'm imagining. There's not much good news here. He got benched last week for P.J. Walker. He looked like simmering garbage since CMC left the lineup, but this week he gets the Falcons. 
who have allowed 290 and 3 to Taylor Heineke and 291 and 4 to Tua Tungavailoa in the last month. It will only cost you a buck if you need Sam Darnold this week. It's kind of a wing and a prayer, but Washington football team has really given up a good day to just about every quarterback they've faced this year, so Darnold could do the same. Teddy Bridgewater, he's only 21% rostered. This is just because he plays Washington this week. Why did I mention Washington before? Sam Darnold, who's he playing? Sam Darnold is playing the Falcons. The Falcons give up a good day to everybody. All right, Teddy Bridgewater, (laughs) he's playing Washington. They're allowing 311 passing yards, 2.7 passing scores per game. Two bucks for Teddy if you need a guy. Daniel Jones is another guy. I'm mentioning a lot of quarterbacks this week because there's a lot of kind of interesting matchups for lower-end guys. Uh, Daniel Jones is 28% rostered. Another guy with a good matchup in what should be a passing game script against Kansas City on Monday night, but we've seen the Giants wilt a few times this season in those types of games. I'm a bit nervous that the Chiefs come out with a pretty good defense in this one to prove a point on national TV after getting embarrassed by the Titans last week. So I'm not bidding anything on Danny Dimes this week. I would not play him. Uh, Mike White is 0% rostered, as is Joe Flacco. Uh, They are both Jets quarterbacks now. Uh, White probably gets the start this week against the Bengals. Let's face it, White is just playing until Flacco gets one of those fancy wristbands that's got all the plays on it. Uh, With Cincy this week, Indy next week, and Buffalo the week after that. I don't like any of this for these quarterbacks. The lone bright spot on the schedule is Miami in week 11. And it seems like Zach Wilson might be back by then. So don't bid on either of these guys in any format. Leave them alone. And Tyrod Taylor, just wanted to mention him. He's only 3% rostered. He's practicing again this week, uh, coming off that ham, ham, <coughs> excuse me, hamstring injury. He'll end up putting up similar numbers to what Davis Mills has been doing. Tyrod's career numbers are kind of what Davis Mills has been doing. If you've been relying heavily on D Mills, yeah, all 2% of your blind bidding budget can go to Tyrod. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad. All right, let's move on to a different position because this one's gross. Running back. Uh, I only got two guys to mention in the running backs this week. Kenny Gainwell, 24% rostered. Should Miles Sanders miss any time or even be limited? That would mean an uptick in snaps for Gainwell. In weeks one through four, Gainwell was seeing about a third of the snaps with a healthy Sanders. Now, that did regress a little bit in weeks five and six, but when Sanders went down last week, he topped the 50% mark. I imagine he's close to that this week against the Lions. It's the Lions! A 5% bid in Kenny Gainwell, especially if Miles Sanders sits this week. He's startable. Jamichael Hasty is 3% rostered. Hasty took over as Elijah Mitchell's backup on Sunday night against the Colts, registering 34% of the snaps. Sermon did not see the field in that game. That's Trey Sermon. This is more of a drop Trey Sermon rant than a pickup hasty tout, but if you want him, he's probably a buck. All right. I told you it was quick on the running backs. Let's move on. Wide receiver. Ah, Christian Kirk and A.J. Green, both in the Cardinals, both about 48% rostered. Both have a similar target share and snap counts for the last two weeks and a great matchup this week against the Packers. Green has the slightly better matchup against Rasul Douglas this week, but Kirk should see plenty of Chandon Sullivan, and that's not too scary either. Both are plug-and-play starts this week and should only cost you a few bucks on the waiver wire. 
Cole Beasley is 57% rostered. And I just wanted to mention that he's on one of the best offenses in football. He's clearly the wide receiver two in that offense. He's averaging over seven targets per game, and he's only rostered in 57% of leagues. If he's available, you know what to do. Pick him up. Tim Patrick, he is 40% rostered, similar to Bridgewater's status, which I talked about earlier. It's a lot to do with the matchup this week. Washington has allowed the most receptions and touchdowns to wide receivers this season and the second most yards to the position. He's got a boring name, so you get the boring name discount, and it will only cost you 2 to 3% to get Tim Patrick on your roster. Plus, Dallas and Philly in the next two weeks, those set up as positive matchups as well. He's going to be spot startable for a few weeks here. Zach Pascal, he is 8% rostered. He's averaging five targets per game and facing off against a Titans team that's been really bad against the wide receiver position. Although, keep an eye on T.Y. Hilton's status for the game. If Hilton does look like he's coming back, both are probably dollar store deals that you can pick up and start this week against the Titans. All right, I wanted to mention today's podcast secret word. If you tweet at Shock Fantasy with something, anything, make it, you know, make it a fun gif this 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 time around. I want to see a fun gif tweeted at Shock Fantasy and wish with the hashtag Funyuns. That's Funyuns. And the reason I'm doing Funyuns is because the first guy in the tight end position is tight end. Robert Tunyon, tons of Funyuns. Um 56%. By the way, secret word, I'll, I'll, I'll send out something cool to a few people here and there. Uh, normally, I don't advise starting a tight end in a down year against the best tight end defense in the league. But if Devonta Adams sits in this game due to COVID, and because it's taking place on Thursday night, Aaron Rodgers is going to need to throw to someone. Now, when Adams missed the better part of three games last year, Good old Bobby Funyuns caught five touchdown passes in that two-and-a-half game span. With Mark Andrews and Darren Waller on bye, Robert Tunyon's kind of interesting on Thursday night. So uh, I'd, I'd put a couple bucks down on Robert Tunyon if he's available in your league. He did score last week, so that might uh, bump up his uh, his price just a little bit. Last tight end and last player I want to mention. It's a little bit of a shorter week this week on the Waiver Wire show. Dan Arnold, he's 3% rostered. And Brian's uh, Brian's probably saying this. I am the smartest man alive! Yeah, we say. <laughs> Shut up! Uh, Arnold is going to get five catches and 40 to 50 yards this week against Seattle. I, you can kind of mark that down. He has a decent chance for a touchdown. His usage is up since he settled in in Jacksonville. That roster percentage should continue to climb. Go grab him for a buck right now. Get Dan Arnold. Let's go do that. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's the waiver wire program for this week. And uh, podcast secret word again, hashtag Funyuns. Send at Shock Fantasy a gif with the hashtag Funyuns. I'll pick out a few people, and we'll send you something cool in uh, in the U.S. mail. Yeah, the U.S. mail is usually how I do it. The guy at the post office here in St. Michael, he's pretty nice. I don't know why I said that. This not interesting. Not good content, Matt. Not good content. Jeez. Yeah, baby. <laughs> no, it's not. It's ridiculous. 
completely ridiculous. When in doubt, hit buttons. All right, I'll talk at you guys for the Thursday night matchup. That'll come out tomorrow on the Shotguns.